This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. This show is brought to you by Pet King Brands, the makers of Zymox and Oratine. It's Behave with Arden Moore, the show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rintin, Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the All Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. In the 14 years we've been on the air, this is a huge first. We have a top dog in the house. I'm talking the president of the American Veterinary Medical Association. <laughs> and he is here today to help us celebrate National Dog Day. Now, it's August 26th. But come on, guys. All of us that have a dog or more, we know that every day we get to spend with our dog is a holiday. So please join me in giving pause and applause to AVMA president, Dr. Jose Arza. And I'm going to mispronounce your name. <laughs> Say it to that me, Dr. Great. Joe. Jose. Jose Arce. Jose Arce. Nice. Arce. Thank you for having me. Thank you for having me. Well, we're very glad to have you on the show, Dr. Arze. See, I got it right. Hey, guys, dogs truly are our best friends. And Dr. Jose is going to unleash some ways that we can be their best friends right after we take this quick commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Hey, pet pals, Arden Moore here. Got dog? Of course you do. Our friends at Carlson Pet Products have some great products to keep your dog happy and safe. They have a lineup of decorative and durable doorway gates. Hey, I got two, and I love them. They keep my dogs, Kona and Emma, out of the two rooms where my cat's litter boxes are. My cats are able to slip in and out of the small opening of the gate when needed. I installed these gates in minutes. The gates are easy to use and match my decor. Learn more by dashing over to carlsonpetproducts.com today. You'll be glad you did. Get 25% off your order plus free shipping using the promo code PETLIFE at carlsonpetproducts.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Now, as many of you know, I spent 20 years as a daily newspaper reporter before focusing on pets. So, I've interviewed actual United States presidents, Hall of Fame athletes, astronauts, Oscar-winning actors, but this is a first, a huge first. Our special guest today 
is the current president of the American Veterinary Medical Association. I guess that makes him the top dog of all the veterinarians <laughs> in the country. We're talking like over 97,000 veterinarians. That's a, that's a lot of veterinarians. And thanks to Zoom, I am doing this broadcast in my office in Dallas. My producer, Mark Winter, is manning the controls in South Florida. And our special guest is in Puerto Rico. Please welcome to the show the AVM president and a doggone great guy. Dr. Jose Arze. Hey, welcome to the show, Dr. Jose. Hi, Arden. Thank you for having me. It's my pleasure to be to be the, here in the show. How are things in Puerto Rico today? Well, today they're hot and humid, you know, as in this time of the year. Yeah. Uh, luck- luckily, the, the first two storms have just skirted us and barely touched us. You know, they did hit the Dominican Republic and Haiti. Uh, oh, yeah. badly, you know, especially Haiti after a, a, the earthquake, they, they got over 10 inches of rain. So we're praying for them for the recovery and we were sending aid over there and uh, we're oh, getting gathering things. And, and, and I advise every, anybody that has a chance to help Haiti, they need it badly. Oh, absolutely. With that earthquake and the hurricanes, they had these benevolent names, Fred and Grace. They weren't so friendly. No, they weren't. And, you know, now they still linger around. Grace is, is hitting Mexico today. And the new one, Henri, that one is now supposed to go to the East Coast. So it might be following my son that's about to leave for college oh, in Massachusetts. No. So it's supposed to get there at the same time he's there. So hopefully he stays off the coast and he can get to college safe. Well, as a leading veterinarian, you have had to weather many challenges. We want to get a little positive news if we can. The AVMA does a lot of things for its members, but also for folks like me that have pets. So National Dog Day? Talk to me about that. I think every day is a holiday, obviously, with the dog. But what's the speciality of having it August 26? So... Just like you say, you know, for those of us that share our, our homes with dogs, every day is National Dog Day. But we want to have a special day, a great a, a day to celebrate our canine companions and all the joy that they bring to our lives. You know, my wife and I are both veterinarians. Yeah. We don't not only treat dogs, but we share our homes with dogs and understand the, the value that they bring to our lives. And they certainly have added a lot of love and laughter to our home. So, you know, it's, it's a day to celebrate that special you know, like human-animal bond that pets bring to our lives. Well, let's do a little special shout-out because you and your wife actually operate the Miramar Animal Hospital in San Juan. So she's a doctor, too. So can you say your wife's name so you won't get yes. in trouble? Dr. Anique Puig, and thanks to her, I'm here talking to you because she's in the hospital right now taking care of patients. Thank you, Dr. Anik. With tag team, yes. I couldn't do it. much of the things that I, ha- I will do this year as president uh, without her. So, yes. And you have uh, Trace uh, Perro and you said Dos Gatos. So yes. let's give the shout out to your dogs and your cats, the ones you have at home. What's the names of the dogs? So I got, we have Audi. My son loves uh, cars. Uh, oh. We have Jet and okay. we have Mia. Those Mia? are the dogs. Mia, okay. yes. So Audi, Jet, and uh, Mia. And Good Mia. names, yeah. And the cats uh, right now, Mario and, I mean, sorry, Jet. I forgot Flash was one of the dogs. I got confused. Flash oh. is one of my dogs. And Jet is the, you know, I get nervous now. It's just, but there, it's Jet because he's, 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 the cat is, his color is a very, very dark black. Nice. You know, so 
Yes, and he, my, my son loves jets and airplanes, so I told him, well, you know, jet is a color to describe black, but it's also what you like, so it was perfect. Wow. So how do your cats and dogs get along? Oh, the dogs know that the cats rule, but they love each other. We have yeah. dogs that sleep next to cats and, and every night, and, and they love to be you know next to each other. The ruler of the house, my girl passed away in December Aww. from cancer. That was Amy, and she was the one that you know, that ruled the house definitely. And, you know, every, every cat and dog, you know, looked after what she was doing, but, you know, it's part of life, you know, it is, she, it is. she lived for 17 years and, you know, I was very happy to share my life with her. Now, um, have the cats agreed to have national dog day celebrations? Have you talked yes, to them? Yes, they do. They do. They are very happy. You know, they, they know that it's funny. We have, you know, pets come to our house, you know, friends, dogs, and, and my dogs always protect my cats. So nice. they're very happy about their dog companionships and, and partners in crime. So yes, I think they're happy that we're celebrating National Dog Day on August the 26th because, you know, they deserve it. Dogs bring a lot of joy to our house. We know the benefits of the human-animal bond. And right. we know that people that live with dogs live longer and healthier lives. Well, I bet your blood pressure is pretty good and your uh, levels of that cuddle hormone oxytocin is doing pretty well, right? Definitely. And I think during the pandemic was the perfect example of, of how many people were living under a world of stress and worries. And the fact that we were able to stay home with our family, with our pets, with our dogs, that helped relieve a lot of that stress. And, and it was a great, a great time to share with, with our animals. And that's part of what we're celebrating today, you know, thanking them for that help they gave us during the pandemic. And, you know, some of still that's happening. We're getting back to some sort of a new normal. But, you know, now there's worries with different variants and different things, you know, and, and hopefully we, we won't go into that lockdown that we had in Bye. the past. But, you know, they're definitely here to help us and, and we want to help them live longer, happiest lives and make us happy in the future. So, you know, they don't care how big your wallet is. They don't care about Amazon or Chewy.com. They want our attention. So can you help our listeners that are all over the world? Give us some ways that we can celebrate National Dog Day with our favorite canine that may not cost many dinero. Yes, definitely. Very, very simple things. You know, one that I love is a belly rub. Give him oh, a belly rub. For you or you for know, your dog? For our dogs. We're celebrating them, you know. Maybe in the future we'll have National Veterinarian Day and I can get a belly rub. But no, okay. this is All this right. is their time. But research does show that when we rub our pets, it releases the hormone cortisol, which makes us calmer and relaxed. So we do benefit when we're petting them. And that's something that, that we need to stress because that's part of that human animal bond I was talking about. We're helping them. We're scratching them, rubbing them. They're getting happy. But at the same time, we get you know, stress relief and get happier. So we're stressed right now. So this is a good excuse to put down your iPhone, put down your Thank laptop, you. grab your dog and give him a good belly rub. We will both be happier, your pets and us. Yeah. My dogs are tuning in right now, Dr. Jose, and they're going, yes, please. Yes, uh, you please. also talk about having like a puppy play date. Yes, that is another great idea. You know, invite a friend who has a dog over so you can have both dogs play. Uh, we do it all the time. We, one oh, of our you? dogs is, is a dachshund. And near our house, we have a couple of friends that own dachshunds. And they love to get together and, and have play dates. We do it at their place. They come over here. You know, we have good coffee at the same time, you know, so we share also that 
the owners while the dogs are playing. And again, we know that the hormone oxytocin is, is also excreted when there's social interactions between dogs and humans like this. So there's research that proves that these puppy dates are good. Well, I know we talked earlier, oxytocin, I've always been told is the cuddle hormone. Is that a good way to describe it? Yeah, correct. Yes. All yes, right. Definitely. And in addition, you know, these interactions with, with other people are so important nowadays uh, with COVID circulating. So, you know, do it safely, take your precautions. If, you, if some people from other households come, you still have to wear that mask and all those things. If it's somebody that's, you know, within a household or a family circle, then we can go ahead and be more relaxed. But I want to emphasize that we still, you know, have to take our precautions and be responsible. Well, hey, guys, we're speaking with Dr. Jose Arce. He is the president of the American Veterinary Medical Association, and he and his wife, Anique, uh, they're also in practice at a veterinarian clinic in San Juan, Puerto Rico, the Miramar Animal Clinic. Did you wake up one day in diapers and say, I'm going to become a veterinarian or how did this path start? Uh, there was a combination of different things. My father was a physician. He was an ophthalmologist. So science and medicine was part of my household. Uh, my grandfather in Spain was a farmer and he had all kinds of farm animals. And I really enjoyed going to the farm, even if it was at five in the morning and really? going over there. And it was something that I really enjoyed. So throughout my early years, I would also go pretty much every weekend to my godfather's farm here in Puerto Rico. So I lived in Puerto Rico throughout the year and spent the summers in Spain. I was exposed to farm animals and to dogs and cats. Wow. And, you know, when I put together two and two, you know, the science part and the medicine and my love for animals, it was just a natural thing to do. And, you know, this career was perfect. My dad tried to convince me to go to med school uh, <laughs> back in the 80s. And, you know, I told him, hey, I work. I worked as a volunteer in, in human hospitals at his practice just to make him happy. But I, I told him it was nice, but I really want to be a veterinarian. And, and that's what I, I think I was born to be. And, and I don't regret it one one second. So you went to vet school at Louisiana, is that right? I went to undergrad, you know, animal science and, uh -huh. and, and veterinary school in Louisiana State University nice. in Baton Rouge, yes. Yeah, that's not too far from here. You know, we're going to be talking more with Dr. Arce in a moment. We got to pay for the show by taking this quick commercial break, but everybody stay, sit. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Hey, pet pals, Arden Moore here. Welcome to spring and summer, the onset of itchy skin and allergy season. Is your pet dealing with itchy skin, hot spots, and even ear infections? Help is here. It is Zymox shampoo and conditioner to the rescue. Not only is this a shampoo and conditioner great for general bathing and healthy skin support, but it is the go-to shampoo and conditioner for itchy pets. Its patented enzyme formula is loaded with antibacterial and antifungal properties to ease the itch and stop the scratching. And as an added bonus, Zymox shampoos and conditioners give off a lovely, pleasant non-medicine smell. For over 20 years, Zymox products have been helping pets find relief for many health conditions. All Zymox skin and ear products get their effectiveness from enzymes. Zymox contains no antibiotics and no petroleum byproducts, just the soothing power of enzymes. Zymox can be found at your veterinary clinic, 
most pet specialty stores and online. To learn more, dash over to www.zymox.com. That's Z-Y-M-O-X for your pet's sake. Pause up, everyone. Arden Moore here, the host of the Obehave Show. Raise your paw if you love frozen desserts. I know I do. And so do my canine trio of Bujo, Kona, and Emma. They drool with delight when offered this sweet treat. And now all dogs will have plenty to yap about. That's because Ben and Jerry's has just unleashed not one, but two doggy desserts. Your dog can enjoy the Ponce Mix made with peanut butter and pretzel swirls or Rosie's Batch made with pumpkin and mini cookies or put a little of both in their bowl. Yum, yum for the tum-tum. Now, when you treat yourself to a bowl of your favorite Ben and Jerry's ice cream, mine is the classic Cherry Garcia, your dogs can enjoy the Ponce Mix or Rosie's Batch or a blend of both. Do you know what time it is? Why, it's Ben and Jerry's time. I see Happy, Bujo, Kona, and Emma heading my way. Check out the Ben and Jerry's Doggy Desserts at BenJerry.com. That's B-E-N-J-E-R-R-Y.com. Pause up. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, this is Betty White, and I'm inviting you to tune in to the Behave Show with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Behave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. We're speaking with the president of the American Veterinary Medical Association, Dr. Jose Arce. And as you can already tell, he's a pretty down-earth dude. I know you're the president. And this is kind of cool. You're the first AVMA president to be from the Commonwealth of Puerto Rico. So congratulations. I'm sure you got a brand new car and, you know, a million dollars. <laughs> I wish. Yeah. But that's a statement in itself. Come on. It is. And, I, and I'm proud to be, you know, not only the first Puerto Rican, but the first uh, Latino uh, really? to be president of the U.S. I'm also, you know, like I said before, I'm the first graduate of the LSU School of Veterinary Medicine to be president of the AVMA. And that's also very proud for me. But hopefully, you know, this my presidency is an example. I would love for, for our profession to mimic the population of the U.S., and that we have, you know, the, some of the underserved communities or some of the underserved ethnicities, whatever, mimic what the U.S. population is like. And we're working on that. We want to get people, you know, more, more Latinos. We want to get more black people into our profession, more Orientals. And even uh, some of the, the other underserved, maybe less small animal veterinarians be going to leadership, but more from, you know, the reptiles, the, the exotic. Hey, there could be a veterinarian who only treats hamsters up on the docket. You never know. Yeah. That's what we call, yeah, the, the pocket veterinarians. Yeah, the, the pocket it's, it's la- veterinarians. There you go. They have the lab animals, that veterinarians that work with, with rats and, and research and gerbils and hamsters. So we want to get them into our leadership. And you have a uh, president-elect who's a woman coming up, right, Dr. Lori? Yes, Dr. Lori Teller, yes. Yeah. And so. then the two after that, they were running both are women. So we, we will have two women presidents after me. So a Latino and two women, we're, we're going in good directions. Muy bueno. Hey, there's a lot of things that the AVMA does for your members, your veterinarians, but you guys are also there for people like myself that have pets. 
And we are in crazy times right now. So is there some things that you can share that the AVMA is doing as far as dealing with the challenges of COVID? I have a great veterinarian here in Dallas. Shout out to Dr. Deborah Charles. She's a fear-free veterinarian and practicing all the the safety protocols. It was nice to uh, take Kona in, my dog, for her semi-annual. We were masked up and all that, but you guys have had a lot of challenges as veterinarians to keep it safe, but also keep that human-animal bond. So what's going on right now? So the, definitely, you, you hit it on the spot. There's a lot of stress going on and you know it's gotten better, but we're still seeing you know some of that happening on the veterinary hospitals. You know, Many are still reeling professional, personally from the pandemic effects, and it takes an effect on their practices, on their patients, and their clients. So, you know, the AVMA helps with all this wellness. Uh, we Good. provide tools for our practitioners. We have experts available 24-7 to help our practitioners. You know, it's a time of, of a lot of stress and people, you know, want to make harsh decisions. And so we have counseling, a free counseling available for our members. We also have help our profession at the federal level, make sure that we were seen as essential workers and part okay. of the health workers. Uh, we do have veterinarians in many states that are vaccinated against COVID. So we are allowed to do that. Puerto Rico is one of the examples. Uh, we work together. This is something a lot of people don't know, but you know, a, a lot of the vaccine development, a lot of the test development and tests were given at veterinary schools across oh, really? the country. I yeah, didn't know a lot that. Of the yeah, a lot of the research initially on the COVID vaccine was done on pets. I mean, on on animals, not on pets. Right. And that was because of veterinarians working together with physicians. And that's where one of the concepts that I really want to educate the public on during my presidency is the One Health concept. You know, the human medicine, veterinary medicine, and the environment are interconnected. And what happens with animals affects humans and, pub uh, and public health and the environment. We know that 70% of the diseases that affect humans come from animals. So we have to continue working together and the, the pandemic has been the perfect example. COVID has been the perfect example on how beneficial working together in the spirit of One Health is. I do know that you guys have sort of a, a motto with the AVMA, isn't it? To like promote, advocate, protect, yes. I think, Pro right? Promote, protect, and advocate. Yes. Okay. And, I and got it out of order, but... Yeah, that's okay. But that's a, that's very important. And I know I'm going back to, you know, to to all that's happened with COVID and, and, you know, how it affects the mental health and well-being of our practitioners, our staff, our clients. And, you know, we're working together because this is one of the most important problems facing the profession, not only the pandemic, but the stresses of life, economics, you know, uh, different yeah. reasons play a, a big role and affect our, our team, a veterinary team, because I like to call the veterinary team. That's where we're all together, where there's our technicians, our technologies, our kennel care workers, all the veterinarians, we're all together. We're a team and well-being is a, is a key focus of our association. Uh, and we put a great effort into, into giving information and developing resources to help this team. Well, one thing I know that's happening is there seems to be a big boom in telehealth in veterinary medicine. And I think uh, the pandemic has probably sparked that just like, you know, all of us wish we had bought stock and Zoom in the fall of 19, but <laughs> we didn't. But what's your take on uh, the emerging field of telehealth medicine for veterinarians? Yes, telemedicine was definitely something that the pandemic showed how helpful it can be, at both for veterinarians and for our pets and for medicine as a whole, human medicine and animal medicine. And we were able to practice medicine in a safe way. 
when there was a danger of being in contact. Yeah. So definitely, definitely helps a lot. And sometimes, you know, it's something that initially helps a lot because, you know, many things can be done through Zoom like we're right now. Yeah. And we, I, I can't even see, you know, it's, a ba- it's something as basic as your cell phone. You know, you take a picture of your animal is, is developing like a rash in the skin. You know, yes. even here in Puerto Rico, you know, skin problems are huge because of the, the hot weather and humidity. And I get a lot of, of clients that, you know, interact with me through the phone and through pictures. Now we're, we're having more advanced telemedicine, you know, tools that we can do it through our computers and we can have more sophisticated cameras and stuff. And we can provide basic help to those pets. Now, when there's an emergency, we, right. we might have to, you know, still see the animal or recommend that you go to an emergency hospital. It's very important that that we use this properly and that is used by veterinarians that already have a, a, an established relationship with their, their clients. That's key. That's uh, key. It's what we, ha- we call the VCPR, the veterinary client-patient relationship. Once that's established, you know, I know your pet, I know your cat, your dog, your bird, whatever it is, and I already know, you know, what I'm talking about. So it's very good to establish that first and then we can use telemedicine properly because we don't want to give counseling about no. an, an animal we have never seen we don't know exactly what the pet looks like, what the condition is. Well, you said it really well. You said established VCP, veterinarian client pet relationship. Yep. VCPR, so yes. I think as pet parents, we need to be more like pet detectives by giving you, the veterinarian, some specific clues, either a short video or a photo or using our senses of smell and all, because I teach pet first aid and that's one thing I do teach people. So we found a hotspot on our dog and we're able to send it to my veterinarian and my cat got a claw on the eye and I took a picture and I took it at an angle. So we were able to see it was only the third eyelid that got impacted, but she was ready for us when we came so that we could be prepared for quicker treatment, I guess. Oh, definitely. Definitely helps. And especially now that with the pandemic, you know, we have shorter visits. We have we have a lot of people, you know, and we have to, you know, have shorter appointments sometimes. So, yes, yeah. anything you can do in advance is very helpful for us. What's your clinic like in uh, San Juan? I know I was noodling around on your website and, you know, you cover a lot of things, nutritional behavior consulting. I mean, you have the full diagnostic set up and the regular general practitioner, but you do chemotherapy. I mean, it sounds like it's a pretty uh, comprehensive clinic. I like to do, you know, a little bit of everything. Definitely, you know, I have a special interest. You know, my dad was an ophthalmologist. Oh, okay. I was going to say OIC, oh, but that's too bad. Okay. My brother is an ophthalmologist right now. Oh, so wow. ophthalmology has always been an interest of mine. Okay. And, and the other one was dermatologist. When I went to the LSU vet school, I really enjoyed working under a couple of excellent dermatologists, Dr. Foyle and Dr. Merchant. And okay. they developed a passion into me about dermatology. And, you know, Louisiana and Texas, where you are, which my yep. father-in-law is pretty close to you in Frisco. Oh, uh, I know that. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And, you know, the similar temperatures of the South and the Caribbean, we see a lot, a lot of dermatology. So it was something that I really enjoy learning about. And I almost went to get a specialized in dermatology or ophthalmology. But at the end, I just decided to do, uh, you know, general practice. I did an internship in small animal medicine, surgery and emergency medicine, and that helped a lot. And I also enjoy doing a lot of ultrasound. So I have different things that I can do and keep me busy and 
you know, and without, even though I'm not a specialist, I get to do different things, which are very enjoyable. Well, um, I know you work very hard as a veterinarian and as the AVMA president. Please, please, Dr. Jose, tell me you do something for fun. What's something do, that people might be surprised to know what the president of the AVMA does? Even though I, you know, I, I've gained a little few pounds with the AVMA and, you know, our, our meetings or something, I still play soccer. I've played soccer, oh, soccer all my life. Yes. And as a matter of fact, last night, uh, our well, team football, played. Really. Yes. Yes. We play. We won 7-4. So we're playing in a tournament. What's uh, your position? This, I play mostly midfield and forward. Uh, okay. So you're a scorer. Well, with H, I moved uh, to, the, to the areas where I have to run less. <laughs> okay. okay. I, I used to play defense when I was young, but I enjoy playing in a position and it's fun. Uh, it's a stress reliever and, and I get to share time with friends that I've worked with. For, I mean, I played with for 25 years. So we're like a family nice. and, and, and it's nice. And, you know, exercise is important. And that's another thing that I emphasize. And it's another great thing that we can do during National Dog Day is exercise with our dogs. What's a good exercise you would recommend? Because my dog chases tennis balls, but she looks at a soccer ball and goes, what? Yeah, I think just walking, it's good for both the owner and the guardian and the pet and the dog. You know, it's proven that walking together helps. You know, we also, you know, some of us are a little bit overweight with the pandemic. It's a great time to go back and start exercising again. You know, the last week was my first time playing soccer for a while. And I, my niece could tell uh, that oh. I hadn't played in a long time. So, you know, I'm trying to get back in shape. And, you know, fulfill my AVMA duties at the same time is hard. So I went to play two 30-minute halves after I haven't played for a year. So it took a toll on my knees. But, you know, I'm, I'm trying to get there and trying to get there. But, but it is very important. And it's very important also for, for the health of your dog that you exercise it. It's going to make him live longer and be healthier. All right. Any parting message you'd like to give, Dr. Orsay? I think I always want to emphasize spay and neuter your dog, your pet, take it to regular veterinary visits. Uh, we want to find, is there, if there's something wrong with your pet, we want to find it soon so we right. can make do something about it and, and they can live longer so they can share with us many, many years. All right. Hey, guys, we've been speaking with the president of the American Veterinary uh, Medical Association. We're talking about Dr. Jose Arce, and uh, he's in Puerto Rico right now. I'm in Dallas, and my producer, Mark, is in South Florida. Thank you, Zoom. And we have been very appreciative of your time. And like I said, I've interviewed a lot of folks as a journalist, but you're the first AVMA president. And so I salute you. And I'm glad it was you that was my first AVMA president. I know you're so thrilled by that announcement, right? Yes. Thank you. And, you know, almost three weeks as president. Wow. But thank you for your show and for the message that you're sending to the public. This is great. All right, guys. Hey, our show, Oh Behave on Pet Life Radio, has been the longest running pet podcast on the planet. Did you hear me pop any peas? No. <laughs> so we've been on the air since 07. We have over uh, almost half a million listeners. And I think we're going to get a lot more now that Dr. Jose has been on the show. Dr. Jose, chat us up because we would love to have you back on maybe with your wife. If that's cool, we could do it from the clinic. That'd be a lot of fun if you're interested. Yeah, Don't worry. I know like you fun. got a busy plate right now being the AVMA president, but I do want you to stay in touch. 
I also want to give a special salute to my executive producer. That is Mark Winter. He is the executive producer of Pet Life Radio, the largest pet radio network on the planet. I call him the surgeon of sound. What do you think, Dr. Jose? Is that a good name? That is a great nickname, yes. Yeah, because he really is. And everybody, check out ArdenMoore.com when you can. And until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, delivering just two words to all you two, three, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.